0: Hello and welcome to the Hacker Culture Podcast. I'm your host, JR. You can find me online everywhere as JRSWAB. My website is the same.com. Today we're talking about programming and why learn it in the first place. Like, why is it important? What language should you choose? How do you start? Etc. I, for one, like programming. It's something that I've always enjoyed doing. I never enjoyed really learning it in a classroom setting. I don't actually have a degree in computer science, which some of you might be surprised to hear. Uh, My degree is in political science, so there's that. (laughs) But uh, I grew up completely enthralled, infatuated, hooked on technology, and programming was one of those things that I, I had this desire to become good at, to be able to do the thing. I, would say, I was going to say master, but I think mastering a pro- mastering programming is not easily done. I think even the best programmers probably would tell you that they are not masters at programming. It's all about experience, and being more experienced makes it easier to solve the problems. Before we get too deep in the weeds, why learn programming? Well, for one, if you listen to this podcast, you're probably into technology, and you probably would do well having it on your resume, I would, I would expect. If this is your first time hearing this podcast because of this topic you should learn programming because it will give you a unique ability to solve problems if you think outside the box you need to apply logic and reason because computers can only do what you tell them to do and if you and if you tell the computer to do something and that computer does something different then you told it wrong you told it incorrectly what it is to do and that is on you that is a fault in your logic a fault in your reasoning. So it can be a very eye-opening experience to learn how to how to write code, how to program. Also it looks good on resumes. Even if you don't want to be a full time programmer, or a software engineer, it is still good. It still looks good on resumes. Say, hey I know how to code. Right? You have you've you have this unique ability that most people do not have. Yes there are new people every day learning how to code, coming onto the market get jobs in programming but not everybody who has no desire to be a programmer learns to code and i'm talking about the basics i'm not saying you have to be really good at programming you just understand the basics of programming you could you could take something that you do in your your day-to-day job and make it automated make your job more efficient faster so you spend less time doing a thing This is actually what i did for a while uh before i got into software engineering as a full-time job i was a an analyst for a company doing analyst work and the the jobs were extremely tedious it, it, the requirements were tedious the job was tedious it was it was just a nightmare and someone like me who was into programming and technology i'm like sitting there thinking to myself this is just is just not worth my time the computer can do so much better and faster and more efficient so my team, we all had Chromebooks, so all I could do was write Chrome applications and Chrome extensions. So I decided to make a Chrome extension to automate a process that I had to do that was just eating up a ton of time and taking way too much effort to do when the computer could do it faster. So I wrote this little program, made it a Chrome extension, uploaded it to my computer, started using it, testing it, and I was like, wow, this is greatly increasing my productivity a bunch. And um, I was able to show my boss, hey, I have this thing I made, it's helping me out a lot, it's making my, my job a lot easier and faster, I'm getting more done. Uh, I wanna share it with the team. The My boss checked it out, my boss tested it, used it, thought it was great. And so my entire team used it and it, it increased not just my productivity, but the entire team's productivity, which of course makes you look good, makes you look good if you do the same things. So even if you don't want to be a full-time programmer and you like what you're doing, You can still use programming to your advantage you can write little scripts and programs to just get these little things done these tedious things that just bug you you don't want to do and that's why you need to learn programming and if you're into technology like you probably are, know on this podcast you also need to at least get your feet wet in programming if you don't want to be a programmer that's fine if you want to do like linux administration you want to do um you know aws stuff you know whatever you want to do if it's not strictly programming or have programming involved, it'd be in your best interest to learn it. Because you're going to practice, you're going to exercise those, those problem-solving abilities that are, are very useful and common to have in our industry. So that gets us into the next question. What language do you learn? This is a pretty common question for beginners. And what the answer to this is, the short answer is learn whatever it is that is most popular in the industry you want to be in. That's the short answer. So do some research, figure that out. If you don't have a specific industry you want to be in, you're thinking, I just want to learn how to code, general purpose programming kind of deal, those jobs exist. Um, I don't have a specific industry I'm in, even though I am in an industry. I work on a team that makes that makes and maintains applications for other teams in my company. So my my projects that i work on do not face a customer per se who pays us money but instead faces employees that need to do their job faster and more efficiently so i don't have a specific technology i need to need to know necessarily um my my job is completely go golang a little bit of python but mostly golang go is the programming language that was designed by ken thompson uh rob pike and robert gressimer while they were working at google it's an open source language so you can read the code if you want and that's actually the one I recommend if you don't have a specific industry you want to get into. The reason I say that is because it is slowly overtaking Python as the go-to choice for general computing language. Python is still the dominant in this in that realm of just general purpose programming, uh, but it Go is taking over. Uh, Google uses it as its main general purpose language. Other big companies are also switching over to it. The company I work for is a multi-billion dollar comp- corporation. They are switching to go as much as possible, especially in in, in my team uh, because we things we work on are more general purpose computing, not necessarily like front end development, which is totally different. We're all moving everything to go from Python. Uh, the reason is because go being compiled, it's it's a faster language than Python. It's not any more difficult to read than Python. People might say, "Oh, it really, is there's curly braces." Like that is Honestly, that's that's dumb. Saying that having curly braces makes it hard to makes your code hard to read is ridiculous. Go is easy to read, it goes easy to type, and I find it easy to understand than other languages, uh, compared to like JavaScript and Java and whatever else I've used in the past. It's easy to understand. It's easy to read. Now, if you're brand new to coding, everything's going to be a, a challenge and tricky. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you what you learn, even if it's Python. People claim it's easy to lose. You're still going to have pitfalls and you're going to get tripped up here and there. It's inevitable. But if you want to position yourself to have a future in programming, it definitely seems and looks like the trend is going towards Go. So if you get in early, you get in now, learning Go, you're probably going to have a better chance of getting a job whenever every company wants Go. You'll have much experience, then you can leverage that and get a better salary. That being said, if you want a job, as soon as possible then python would be your, be your your best choice right now because there are more people coding python which kind of sounds weird but that means there's more jobs for coding python because uh, it still it still exists it's still out there and it's not going to go away um it's just going to be less of a dominance in the market if you want to do web applications then you'd want to use javascript you want to learn that because that's what's used in web um, of course, you can to start with HTML, CSS, which are markup languages and styling languages, and then JavaScript is used there to make the internet do fun, crazy things. If you want to do systems work, you want to do like strictly back end stuff. Uh, Rust is being very popular because it's very fast. And then other than that, like you want to be video games, video games use a lot of C if I remember correctly, uh, maybe some C sharp. So you want to look into the industry you want to be in. But like I said, if you don't have a specific industry. It's either Python or Go. And if you ask me, doesn't matter what day of the week it is, I'm gonna tell you it's Go. If you have no other, if you have no ideas what you wanna do or you wanna start, start with that. So next question is, how do you start? To start writing code, to start learning how to program, there's some there's a certain trajectory you wanna take. And being that I'm self-taught and have went, went from political science degree to software engineer at a multi-billion dollar company, I figured out how to progress this and other people have as well uh, they don't seem to share it very often though so I'm going to share it with you guys the first thing you need to do is of course figure out what industry you want to be in if you don't have if you don't know if you don't know you don't care then of course pick the language that, that suits you best Once you have that language you're not going to necessarily want to learn that language as the end-all be-all use it as a tool to understand the concepts and ideas behind the language uh, concepts like what scope is so concepts like for loops, uh, concepts like what maps and arrays are. Things that are, are very much computer science-based that are transferable between languages. Because once you understand the concepts, you can pick up a language in a weekend. At mo- like That's the longest it'll take you. I taught myself Ruby on Rails in, in like a day and a half, two days. Because I already knew the underlying concepts of programming. So if I want to go get a job coding Rust, take about a weekend to learn some Rust, write some cool projects in Rust and then start applying for jobs. Um, So that's what you want to use. You want to pick a language, stick to that language. Don't change the language when you're beginning because you're gonna get confused over the syntax. Pick a language, stick to it, and use that as a tool to learn the ideas and concepts behind programming. Once you do that, you understand how to program. You need to actually make some stuff. Again, this is the path to, essentially a path to your first job programming. You want to write some programs, write some cool stuff, so you can prove you know what you're talking about, what you're doing. If you don't have a degree in computer science, it's gonna be a little bit more difficult for you to prove what you, that you know what you are talking about. Um, pro tip: If you have a college degree, do not put on your degree what do not put what your degree is actually in. Just say you have a, have a Bachelor's of Science from such and such university. Because nine times out of, nine times out of ten, they're not gonna ask you what your degree is in. So that's a little pro tip. If they do ask you, of course, tell them. Uh, I think my last job I'm at now. They actually asked me, and I said, "Political science." And they're like, "Oh, cool," because they already saw my code. They already saw what I was. Able, they saw I had the ability to code. They didn't care what my what my degree was in. They, they just asked because they were curious, I guess. Once you have the language down, you have a you have one language down. You're learning. You learn the concepts. You write some cool applications. I'm saying cool projects, applications. Just make something. You know, solve a problem you have. If you think Discord's cool, make a Discord bot. You know. Um, if you want to work on discord bot i have one you can work on once you have some projects you also want to then work on other projects that are open source of course make your project open source as well so the companies can look at your code then you want to work on other people's projects and this will prove that you can work on teams with other people in a nice manner because uh, soft skills are important work on some projects get some group projects going or whatever it needs to be and once you have that the the next two steps are figuring out your getting your resume looking good and beefing out your, your LinkedIn profile. Those two things are beyond the scope of this, of this podcast, but those are the two things you need to do as well. Having a good resume will get you in front of hiring managers and having a good LinkedIn will actually get you eyeballs to get your resume in the first place. You'll have recruiters calling you and messaging you every single day. Once I got my LinkedIn, up, my LinkedIn profile like beefed up and on point, are you getting one to three recruiters message me every single day. And there's ways you can do that, which we can get to another topic another day, so on and so forth. But if you want to have a more in-depth approach to all this, you can check out my ebook, which has a kind of what we talked about here, which is a little bit more in depth, gets into soft skills, things like that. But I also started a video mentorship course. And this video mentorship course is going to take you from basically zero to hero. So, if you, even if you don't know how to code, this will still help you. It'll take you from zero to your first job. In there, you're gonna get templates for your resume, you're gonna get templates for, uh, you're gonna get LinkedIn information, how to make it look good, how to beef it up. You're gonna get access to a private group. In this private group, we have coding challenges, we do group projects, and we'll help you get your GitHub looking good, looking good so that you can be attractive to potential employers. If you're interested in that, check out my links uh go to link tr.ee slash j r s w a b and there you'll find a bunch of links there'll be an ebook link there if you want to go to that or you want to go straight to the mentorship it's there as well um, i offer these things because people need it and uh I, they're affordable price it's, each thing's different obviously the ebook is on amazon but if you buy from me it's cheaper and you get some extra bonuses as well so check out those things if you if you want to learn more otherwise just listen to the podcast as always Stay curious.